Hello and welcome to They Just Get It. I'm your host, Tyler Chisholm, and I'm excited as I always am for these episodes. I get to dive down some weird, interesting, dynamic, and maybe uh, rabbit holes less traveled. With that, I will introduce my guest today. It's Miss Jose. How are you, Jose? I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. Um, Jose, I'm going to start with your email address because I love it. We Silly Humans. So your company name or your, your, your thing that you do in the world, you call We Silly Humans, which right away begs some curiosity. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about maybe just, just high level. What is We Silly Humans and what do you do and what do you love and what are you passionate about? Well, We Silly Humans is really, um, I guess, the summary of a long road that is still ongoing. Um, to the realization that humans are a little silly and that is actually absolutely perfect. Um, <laughs> I, I love it. The, the, the perfection of silliness and that we are exactly who we are meant to be. So in more specific terms, uh, I know, and I'm going to lead the witness a bit here. I know you do mediumship because that's something you and I've had the experience of doing together. I've had the experience to do with you, which we'll talk a little bit today. Uh, you do some other really interesting things. And I say interesting just because they're not that common. Until you start talking and pulling up the, the, the pulling back the veil, and it's amazing the world that exists around some of these items that maybe aren't. I'm going to use the word not mainstream, but seem to be becoming a little bit more kind of level of awareness or consciousness. So, when it comes to traditional naming what you do, mediumship being one, what what are some of the other things that you do, and then we'll kind of unpack each one of those as we go. Sure. Yeah. So mediumship, uh, I actually um, support mediumship growth. I don't okay. do readings. Um, instead, my approach is to support people who want to develop their own mediumship skills in, in doing that. Um, the goal is to support people in their development of their own relationship with spirit instead of having a third party um, involved. I love how empowering. I wonder how I love how empowering that is. And when people approach you, is it something that I know I've got this in me. I've got this ability. I just don't know how to tap into it. Or is it more, what? I can't, what do you mean? I can't, you know, that was my reaction. I'm like, sorry, wait, you're <laughs> going to make me do this? Or you're going to give me, I don't say make, you're going to give me the opportunity to do this? Whoa, that got real, real intimidating in a weird way really quickly. So curious with the people that you interact with around that, are people seeking you out because it's just this thing that's nagging at them that they want to try to capitalize on? Or is it sometimes a curiosity that they just stumble into? It's a bit of both. It's a bit of both. <laughs> so and it's interesting. I realized that as I was asking <laughs> So it's interesting to see, because, um, because so I, you know, I do the one-on-ones. Um, so let's call them support sessions, because that's the term that I prefer. But um, then uh, there's also mediumship circle. So there's a group of people where people get to practice with other people. So as the one-on-one, as you, as you experience, you get to practice with me. So and let's just clarify here what we mean by mediumship is really deconnecting with uh, dead people. That's pretty much what it is. So when people practice with me, well, they're kind of, quote unquote, stuck with my loved ones, uh, which is great to get your feet wet, right? Because, I mean, I do have plenty of people on the other side. Um, but then, you know, to in, in, in order to help expand and expand the experience, because it is with everybody's personal experience through mediumship. Uh, mediumship is just one way of doing this. 
but that they can, you know, develop that relationship with spirit. Um, so if we take, um, if we take the, you know, if we take, if we agree with the fact that we're all spirit, right? Um, then my logic is, well, I don't need anyone else to talk to spirit because I am spirit, right? So there's the whole, I'm a part of spirit. So, um, so that's, that's my approach there. And by doing the circle, then you have multiple people that bring their own, you know, pool of people that, that have passed. So you get, um, a variety variety of experiences although you got a very good very good variety in your session that was pretty cool um it's like somebody knew that we were doing it in preparation <laughs> for this right it's it, it the universe the universe was listening so in my experience and what would be really pointed because that's why we did it so that we could have a conversation about it and i wasn't i was speaking from a slightly more you know i'll put it away an experienced perspective not simply curious which that's what gets me into all these crazy conversations, which I love. You had a degree of specificity in your work that I really loved and that kind of stood out from any time I'd talked to people or I've encountered this in the past, where it was a little bit more, maybe we all picture the tarot card reader or the fortune teller from the movies that we've seen, where they speak in these very vague, almost, it could be anybody, like, oh, it right. might be your grandmother. Well, describe her. Where, how did she pass away? How did I know her? You got into a level of specificity that was the first time it kind of blew me away how you're like, no, 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 we need details here to make this real. So talk to me a little bit about that. Cause that right. to me felt very different than anything I'd kind of encountered or maybe the way the media or, you know, pop culture portrays it sometimes. Right. Yeah. I always say, you know, if it's, if they were to make a movie about how it really is, um, it might be slightly boring for anybody that didn't know the two people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really, that's a good, that's a, I like that a lot. I, I mean, there's, it, yeah. There's a purpose to entertainment, but it yes. is still entertainment. Um, so, sure. yes, spe specifics are very important in my approach because it needs to be practical. And I will dare say it needs to be down the earth because <laughs> I'm, I'm a human and we're all humans here on this planet. And while it's very nice to have a generic experience i find the specifics is what will help you know somebody get more curious about spirit about that whole side of life right uh, of course the mind will always you know the mind is a strong thing but and as you know my hidden agenda is really to um think about well what kind of world what kind of world do I aspire to? What kind of world do, what's my ideal world? Well, my personal ideal world is, is a world where we all meet spirit and we are all aware of that we are spirit and that spirit is love and we interact with each other in, in, in that love. I mean, you know, depends where you look, you might not see that <laughs> so no, much. of course, I guess. But, but you're speaking right? aspirationally of like a real deep exactly, sense of exactly. This is a deep sense of purpose for yourself, which I which exactly. I so to be specific is important to me because it needs to be practical. While we we are talking about mediumship and we're talking about spirituality, and a lot of people might think, well, you know, it's not very practical. Well, to me, it needs to be because I'm an incarnation of spirit, and if 
I can't bring that into my everyday life. Why bother? Right? So it's, it, my approach is different because if it's not practical, then I'm, I'm going to go do something else. I'm a very practical, rational person, which sounds odd. I get that. But, you know, and it's I, lo- I do love the dichotomy of that. People listening going, wait a second, you do what? And you just referred to yourself. But I think that's what made me really intrigued to talk to you more was that dichotomy of those two things, which we think or we position as, as diametrically opposed, but that's not clearly not your truth. Well, correct. And, it, you know, I've always felt that way since I was young, but it's been uh, quite the journey to get to a point where I could actually marry both where where i get to a point where i'm like i can understand that i am spirit and i don't mean the mind because this work is not of the mind obviously because your mind is you know what while things are happening and you get information and you can speak about your own experience but when i first started doing mediumship your mind gets in the way and your mind wants to make up all the stories and then the moments after your session, your mind is tilting a little bit because it's confused. And that's totally normal because the work is not of the mind. Um, yeah. That's a really interesting point because when we did our session together, just to give people a little bit of the, well, because I, I, what, what did you guys actually talk about? What did you do? So you kind of, we set the mode and we set the intention and we, did, we kind of settled and grounded. And then my, my opportunity or my task in this, in this interaction was to then identify the people or the spirits, sorry, that showed up from your life that then I could recognize and then give you information on and you could tell me whether I was right or wrong or off the mark. And there was such an instant, instantaneous flood of like an idea or a thought that came to me. But then I was so hesitant because my mind immediately got into it. It was like, whoa, is that real? Was that you? What is that? And then when I started going, then my mind started adding more story to the end. And I'd catch this narrative of like the brain or the, the, that, that, that desire to finish the sentence. I've read it's why it's so hard to listen to somebody on the phone because your brain can't hear the other side of the conversation and it kind of drives you nuts. And it was, it's a little bit like that where I was always trying to fill in versus trusting this almost intuitive sense of knowing something. And then my rational brain wanted to unpack it or add to it or, or, or actually like look at it negatively, like devalue it. And it was really, it was challenging. It got a little bit easier, but it was it was ongoingly a challenge for the whole experience. And I think we did an hour. I don't even know. Time just disappeared <laughs> while we were doing it. Yeah, it is. That that's the biggest challenge. And it's it's interesting. Um, I'm gonna point out the language that you used when you said if I was right or wrong or on the mark. Mm-hmm. Right or wrong. That's the mind speaking. Completely. Right? <laughs> because we go My into- mind's really good at judging. It's super good at judging. <laughs> right? And I always tell people, uh, when you do this type of work, remember that you don't know. You, the incarnation, the individual, you just don't know. So whoever shows up in front of you, however they show up, however you get the information, right? And it is the key to not judge it. But at the beginning, and that's why it helps to practice in circle, it's, it's you know, it's it's a muscle that, we're, we have very strongly developed is to judge, is to anticipate, is right? But now we're trying to, in mediumship, we're trying to do the opposite, is to sit back and receive and just receive the information, right? And 
talking about my ideal world again. <laughs> I'm a little idealistic. That's little okay. Bit. I love it. Hey, it's your, this is your <laughs> podcast. You can be as idealistic as you like. I encourage it. Actually. Well, so, you know, the more somebody, and again, I, I do want to say that mediumship is only one way that people can develop their relationship with spirit. But the more we understand that receiving mode, you know, that lack of judging, that lack of anticipating, the more we are open to receive not only the other person speaking in general, you know, live or dead or kind of whatever, it doesn't matter, but yourself, within yourself as well. Right? The more it helps raise the awareness of our own internal judgment that we have, you know, that critic, inner critic. Oh, right? yes, I'm familiar. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, know, I know of what you speak. I think many, many people do listening all, right now. Yeah, exactly. We all yes. are. So um, <laughs> definitely me included, right? Uh, and that's why it's, it's just, these are all things that I've noticed, of course, in my own experience. And I've noticed in, in other people's experience. It's like, and, and when you see that light bulb come on, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's just, you know, and part of why I do this is is to, I get so much joy from witnessing those moments. It's, you know, so it's really, it's really good. But yeah, it's just a matter of not, it's a matter of removing that judgment and that fear because a lot of people coming and and they go okay. I want I want to get it right. I want to get it right, especially if when people do readings for other people, right? You have a big heart. You want to get it hurt, right? You want to help the person. Well, the best way to do that <laughs> is to sit back and receive the information that you get from spirit. But we're not wired to do that at all, so it does take practice. I do appreciate your comparison or, or how you drew it to so much of life and like take it outside of what we're talking about and the inner dialogue and the perfectionist and the, the, the critic and the, all the little voices that tend to take away more and they make you not be in the moment because you're running this secondary dialogue all the time and just being able to sit there and receive for another human. Forget about what we're talking about, just another person being truly present without that dialogue turning. That's a real trick. And, but it also allows you to truly be more in the moment when, when, when you do that. Talk to me a little bit about your own journey. <clears throat> so we're not going to name ages here because you and I are both getting a little older, but <laughs> we've been around for a few years. When did this start to evolve for you and how did this show up in your life? And was it, was it a what the heck's going on? And your own voice must have beat this up a little bit along the years from you know, whenever this started to show up as, as, a, young, as a young girl maybe. Well, let's just say my practical mind and my logical mind is had quite the ride. <laughs> I believe it. I've heard that before from other individuals I've talked right. to that work in this realm of how much was the struggle to actually come to terms with what was maybe going on or what was showing up and what you were right. receiving when you didn't even want to. Well, yeah. So, I mean, there's, uh, you know, I'm trying to like, go everywhere all over the map here and just stick to your question. Um, <laughs> it's okay. But you reminded me of boundaries here too. Um, so when I was uh, young, it was so much easier, right? Okay. So much easier because you don't judge as much. Like, oh, I had this dream and I see this thing, and you know, um, so I would have a lot of dreams of people dying, 
or I would have like uh, some kind of intuition that somebody had passed when I was awake or, you know, things like that. Uh, later on, um, I would get visitors at night. And <laughs> so I was brought up in a very, uh, by a real, at least a very religious mom. Um, so I would wake up in the middle of the night and feeling these, this presence. And my mom was already in my bedroom telling them to leave me alone. And we, but we never talked about it. So, so, so that was interesting. And I don't think it would have mattered because she was so religious. She would have denied whatever, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. I know that her paradigm was not, would not allow exactly. that. Exactly. I know that. Um, so just be clear. She was physically in your room. She was physically in my room. Okay. So I don't know how she knew. I mean, you know, I've had conversations with her since <laughs> about that. Because she's passed. She's long past now. But, um, and she, yeah, anyways. So that's my mom. She would physically be there telling them to leave me alone and to go away. Um, so, and I would wake up, you know, and, and, and feel like, oh, my mom's doing her thing. But I would feel the presence on my body. And this was as a young girl, like seven, yeah. eight, like no, young, I was yeah. a teenager. A I was teen- a teenager. Okay, so even older. Okay. Yeah. Um, before, when I was younger, it was more of the dreams and the intuition and just the knowing that would come to me. Um, and then, and then that happened. And then I had my own. Uh, so my my mom had. Um, it happened. It started happening after she had her. She clinically died three times in it, it during my teenage years. So she had her own path, right? Uh, but she was still super religious. Now, I had my own near-death experience when I was 19. <laughs> so um, then it confused me. It really did. Because my thought at my 19 mind your old mind was well if this is what it is if spirit and the love and the timelessness and all that why are we here on earth and then started decades of confusion um until ironically until my mom passed so of course i did during those years i was trying to understand but i was coming at it from a, such a mind a strong mind perspective i will analyze this to death <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah right? i will analyze my way out of this very this spiritual <laughs> to- thing totally so you know i did the retreats and i did the courses and i did this and i did that and and on and off on and off because i get frustrated it's like no it's still nagging me and you know i'm i still have dreams and i still see people and and, and were you trying to cure it were you trying to like move past no. it at that point okay no, no i was trying, trying to, to understand it okay yeah, yeah to be clear yeah right, so i'd get visitors because you know like i said i do have a lot of people who have passed and i say no i'm you know i'm scared because i would be scared just come see me in my dreams so then we'd have lovely visits in my dreams <laughs> it's like okay fine and then when the day that my mom passed she gave me the best gift ever um 
so you know we're at the hospital and 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 she's uh passing <clears throat> so i'm gonna get emotional <clears throat> it's okay take your time thank you thanks for sharing such an honest story mm. right and i'm as i'm watching the light you know go retreat um in her eyes i start feeling this immense love and i recognized it from my end and then i realized because my mom and i it was either great or it really wasn't <laughs> i understand <laughs> and then i realized our true connection was that love so in a way she gave birth to me that's how i see it a second time because it was like remember this and then I thought, oh, this is so not over. <laughs> we, you and I are not over. And uh, so then, you know, I was back back east when that happened. And I come back out west. And then I started looking for medium. And I said, I want you to say this. And that's one of the things <laughs> that people that go for readings sometimes, they look for something very specific. And I was one of those people. But it, you know it doesn't work that way, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> or not always, very rarely. Um, and then I, you know, I see one medium, I see another one, I see another one, I see another one. And everybody was so generic. And I was like, mm, maybe, maybe not, maybe, maybe not. So yeah. I'm not a very patient person. I am more now. But at the mm -hmm. time, patience was not part of my life. So I'm like, screw it. I'm going to do it myself. And then I went and I searched uh, an approach, which is evidential. So uh, that's, you know, how I support people is loosely based on evidential. But the basic base of it, the, the, the core principles are the same. Um, so that's how I started mediumship again. Um, yeah. How, so how, many, how, long, how long ago was that? Not good at math. <laughs> oh, I'm just I get older. That five years, ten years. Two thousand seven. Yeah, two thousand seven. Yeah, okay, perfect. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just more curious. Yeah, timelines yeah, no. and understanding the journey. Yeah, totally. So, is it evidential based mediumship? Is that like what it would be? Yeah. Called? Okay. Yeah, it's the core principles is evidential. So, um, it's a bit more flexible in the sense that depending on who you go to to learn evidential mediumship, you know, they might say, oh, it's only humans. You can't talk to pets or stuff. And I allow that. So um, the reason why, <laughs> because, you know, our pets are a family. So I can't, I don't, I don't personally don't see the difference. But the important thing is that it had to walk on this earth. So it's somebody that had some kind of incarnation, either as a human or if your pet, your your long lost pet comes over, you know, because I've had this experience where the person leading circle had a pet come through and the person leading circle said, oh, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to do that. We're not allowed to do that. And to me, it was like, well, if my long lost cat came and somebody said, you can't talk to them. I would have an issue with that. <laughs> so, I have an issue with I have an issue with rules in general, so I'm with you on that. I don't like rules. I like guidelines. I don't like rules. <laughs> yeah, so where where <laughs> the where 
you know, I stay away from is, you know, the the new age stuff that, you know, the guides and the angels and you know, and that that's all great for people that, you know, it works, but what's important is the proof. Because as as you experience, you receive somebody, one of my people, and you start descri- describing them, um, you know, their personality, what they did, what they like to do, where they married, you know, gender, kids, all that stuff. And then it's up to me as a, as a reader, as a sitter, sorry, um, to say yes or no. Yes, I recognize the person. So, and originally when I did this, I was doing it with my partner at the time. And my partner would say, oh, your mom's here. And I would say, well, prove it to me. <laughs> Give me a piece of information that you don't already have. Because I don't know who you have. And when the medium tells the person, oh, you're, you're, your mom's here. Well, you know, I find in my own experience, it can make the person uncomfortable. How do how does the sitter know that it is their person? So they need to know first. First of all, they need to tell you who it is. Based on your description. Based on your description. Back to the evidential and details. And that experience that you and I went through, <clears throat> you, you, you didn't tolerate any vague uh, descriptions on my phone. <laughs> That's a way to say it. Uh, but it was amazing that, that those details would show up. Very, They, they would just be there. And that was interesting. I can't even, I can't even explain how they were there, but they were there. And then it was about myself, me allowing myself to trust that that is indeed what showed up. (laughs) Exactly. Trying to tell a story about this right or wrong story, like you said earlier. (laughs) But your experience, if you, what do you think your experience would have been if you just said, you know, um, something like, oh, there's a, there's a, an, an older lady. She looks like grandma she's got you know white hair and she's baking must be your grandma and then you just kept on going and me and i just stay silent and i'm nodding and i'm like "Uh uh-huh uh-huh and you don't know you don't have that interaction with me at all right versus i can see how how that would happen quite easily though Mm. totally oh absolutely yeah yeah absolutely but for me as as a you know when i was doing um mediumship readings uh, I needed to know that the person, that the experience was meaningful and meant something to the person. Because sometimes you get information that you don't, you don't know. And it is not your job to know. You're not supposed to know. And the mind does, you know, like we were saying, the mind does struggle with it. But eventually, you know, it catches on. Um, but so I don't know. I have no idea. So am I on track? Am I off track? You know? Am I connecting with their person? Yeah, it also or, creates a, a, right? an interesting feedback loop, like you said, to get more detailed or more closer to right. what's actually going on. So you go into details, you know, like like you were doing, and and then you ask the person that you're doing the reading for, like, does that make sense to you? And all you need is yes or no. Now, people tend to want to explain and talk. As you've experienced, I don't. Because I know, I know. Yes, no, no, you're a professional. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But I know that spirit is there. I fully, fully trust spirit. I've had enough experience to know that, you know, any reading, nobody other than spirit drives the reading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's for sure. 
been my experience. That's my belief, anyways. Your belief and your experience. <laughs> Curious, what does the what does the role of or where where does traditional or conventional religion play into all this? And whether it's Catholicism or the Christianity, won't go down the list. But um, you grew up in Quebec. You grew up probably as a good Catholic girl, whatever that means. <laughs> Growing up in in Quebec, you're either Catholic or you aren't. And um, <laughs> Where does that play into this? Because when you say the word spirit to some people, it's going to mean something very right, contextual totally. to yes, a yes. biblical or, or something. We, all, we went to Sunday school, we learned the thing, and that's Good where point. it sits. So I'm just I'm curious because I've been introduced to spirit in a lot more different, broader ways. But for somebody listening, they would be like, whoa, wait a second. What do you mean by spirit? Where does, this, where does this start or stop? Or is religion just its own thing sitting over here? And this is access to people that have passed, as simple as what you've called it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, great, great. Great question. Um, so spirit in the when I use the word spirit, I really truly mean let's just go to Taoism. Chi universe. You know, so yeah, God, absolutely. Um the term doesn't matter. Um uh, it is it is the you know the energy that makes us and connects us all. I would say that would be a good definition of when I use the word spirit. Which is, for the sake of the conversation, where I would certainly interpret it and where I would place it. It's just there's, again, so many different versions and different dialogues of of how it's defined based on what set of paradigms you grew up on or or that you subscribe to, you know, and nobody's it's nobody's right but yet certainly people can certainly think people are wrong <laughs> oh totally oh absolutely well and, and that, that's totally fine too right yes um, of course because that's your that's your journey and that's exactly. your story that you're on and have more power to you it's all good i'll go on my path you go you can you can go on yours um so we've talked a lot about mediumship and what are some of the other i don't want to modalities disciplines areas of focus or interest that that kind of surround the work the work that you do because i know there's other elements we've talked about, but I know mediumship is what you and I engage with together, but what are some of the, you know, Akashic records? We talked about that a little bit, which some people may know or may not. What, we can talk about that a little bit, but what, what are some of the other tools in your toolkit? If I can, not to minimize them by calling them that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that, that's fine. Um, yes, Akashic records. So I do, I still do readings for um, Akashic records. And I also, again, support, the growth of some somebody who wants to um, connect with the Akashic Records. Now, Akashic Records, what on earth is that? Yes, please. Um, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> and the simplest way I can describe it is if, you know, you believe in reincarnation and that you've had multiple lifetimes, um, then the Akashic Records would be your Google to your own um, multiple lifetimes. Ooh, very cool. So you go in and you say, okay, I have this, you know, I was absolutely certain that with my ex, I was done with this situation, that I'd resolved it. But my new partner presents the exact same thing. Hmm. Well, that's a pattern. And you go in, you know, you're Akashic, Google. I like that. No, I I like that metaphor. I like that. You type in the description of that pattern and then, but again, you go with specific intention. So everything that I do, um, I like to do conscious 
intentional, right? Aware. Um, okay. Right? Um, intentional, and I, I mean deliberate. Um, so your intention is clear. So, you you know, when you search Google, you have to use the proper keywords. Yes. It's the Absolutely. same thing. And, and if you don't get what you want, you keep refining your search, <laughs> exactly. your search criteria. Yeah. Exactly. In, in, the, in the records, it's the same thing. And in this case, the Google is, since we're using Google, the Google, the, the Google would be you in this situation because you're the individual who's accessing or helping. Well, yeah, let's, so let's pull this back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Who's, who's, act, who's the Google in the story? That's what I wanted. That's where I'm confused. <laughs> well, I would say that I'm the browser. Okay. All right. You're the browser window. All right. We're really breaking this, breaking this metaphor. So you. So the individual, this is me, I'm in this relationship, right. I'm sensing a pattern, I'm frustrated, I'm looking for a way to understand where this pattern came from so that I can eventually change it. We're going to picture that this is negative. So I'm looking for a way to break a negative, something that's no longer serving me. And I, don't, and I want to know where it comes from. I go to someone like yourself and say, hey, I want to use, uh, the, I, I want to access my Akashic Records, my Google, to figure out what the story is behind this pattern uh, right. in my life. That right. would be a fair, a fair scenario? Yes. Okay. So then, um, then you know, of course, I always anything and everything that I do, I get permission. No permission, you just don't do it. Um, and um, then you know, I access the person's record, and then they ask their question. And similar to mediumship, I sit back and I receive the information. That is the same. That is consistent with the relationship with spirit. And where is that relationship coming from, and how is that different than spirit? What do you mean? So, you receive from where? From spirit. <laughs> okay, it's just, it's, I'm not trying to make this okay. a riddle. To be no, clear, I'm no, not. I'm not no, trying no, no, to be no. difficult. <laughs> I I just wanted to make sure that I understood your question properly. There isn't. You said you, so you, you the get, answer. You, yeah. There isn't. Okay. The true answer that I believe is there isn't, right? So when we go in deliberately with intention to access one piece of information or one type of information, right? That's how, that, that's what makes the difference. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah. So yeah, no, the, if yeah, you I'm go in and you yeah. say, I want to connect with the, the people that have passed, then you go in, with that one intention. set of in exactly. and the, exactly. the intention changes the access point. Okay, that yeah. I do understand. Yeah, like the, the quantum level, it it, it 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 does different things if you're looking or not looking. Exactly. It, it's all about intent. I really love what we're we're kind of circling back around something around just the power of intention, and how raw and how powerful that is, and mm -hmm. how spirit takes you very literally. I personally, and I've shared this before, I had an experience with five meo DMT and and. I had a very intense experience and I said to the, the practitioner who was supporting me, I said, oh, I must have taken a bigger dose. He's like, no, you just had a different intention. And my mind was like, what? my rational brain thought it was quantity. And he's like, no, 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 you took, it was the same dose, but your intention was so different. And because spirit takes you very literally and I had a bit of an aggressive kind of bravado intention. And wow, I got that in spades. I know we're talking about something different. No, it, made me, it made me really go, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. yeah, I believed in intention, but now I just experienced intention. <laughs> yeah, it, no, totally. And, and I did the same experience. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, I, we've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. similar to you, I just took the, you know, the pre-dose 
and it just took me. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, it was it was very intense. It was very intense. It was very intense. But in, again, in, in, in my setting, attention was okay. exactly that. Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah. I didn't say you know the intention was just for you know people listening. The intention wasn't oh I'm going to take a little dose and I'm going to live the full experience. No, 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 no. But it was the intention was to have a profound experience, and whatever dose I took was whatever dose that was needed. So yes. off we go, right? Yeah, very. So mine was around a healing, and I, I think I made literally the comment of like, "I'm ready for the healing. Give me all the healing." And I said it in a bit of a bravado <laughs> oh my way. God. Oh yeah, that's yeah. They both the two practitioners told me after they're like, "Oh, when you said that, we were like, oh no." But it was too. It was. It was. It was now said. It, it, was, it was said to the universe. I will never speak like that again in that setting. <laughs> maybe again. Maybe ever. But to your point, it, the intention was what actually drove the experience, not even the setting or not even the substance itself. It was. Right. It was the right amount for the level of intention that I set. The spirit was listening. <laughs> Correct. And that. And I. I really like what you said. What you bring in for intention is then where you can access. That 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 helps. I've never thought about that that way. That's yeah, that's correct, and that's why I'm you know I'm not a huge fan of third parties. Um, how do you how do you mean by third party? I mean you know um, either either the cards or crystals. Uh, I mean, don't I get me wrong. I love crystals. They're you know yep. shiny and pretty. Um, <laughs> I also love them for those reasons. My grandmother always had them hanging in her window. And then it would put the little um, rainbow on the wall, and it makes me think of her every time. That's why I love crystals. <laughs> and and they do they do have energies to them, and all and that is all you know. I I believe in all of that, but I also believe that we, at least as a as a human consciousness, we're entering a time where we have the ability to connect with spirit, the spirit that we are, directly without any any tools or anybody else or now having said that it's totally fine to use them of course but i just don't think that they're needed anymore for some people and does I that might also not, give... might, i might not be making many friends here i know uh, that's okay well that's the, that's the joy of it being your podcast um <laughs> anyone who doesn't like that please call me up i'll have you on and we can have a different conversation that's fine totally um but also i appreciate it, and maybe i'm putting my own filter on this like Sometimes there's a freedom in having that third party thing. Well, it's not me. I'm using the cards or the crystals, mm. or it's an interesting kind of power dynamic around just embracing and being there for yourself. I don't know. I think there's some interesting stories. Yes. That. Uh, not good or bad, but I think there's more than just, there's a lot going on <laughs> around. That. Yes, absolutely. No, I agree. I agree with you, but that goes back to the mind mm. and the ego wanting to not be wrong. Right. Ah, yes. Because I'm not a, wrong. It it's, it's, it's the la- cards. It's, it's a layer, it's a layer of, protection. of protection. Exactly. Oh, I really like exactly. that. Exactly. And to me, it's it's mm. diluting um, the ability that we personally have to connect directly and communicate directly with the whole of spirit. It that. is a layer of protection, and okay, it's so that a, makes a lot of sense. It's a layer safe, of dilution. Sa- sa- safety blanket. It totally and I oh man I've done it trust me I've done it. <laughs> I love your belief that everyone has your and you've said that you know you've probably said on the show but you you and I have talked that everyone has this ability yes or has has access 
does it come more easy for some people than others? Is that an illusion? Like, oh, it's easy for you, it's hard for me, or I would, I would never be able to do that back to the mind and its story? Or do you believe there's a degree of universality? Or are some people just more tuned in? I don't know if that's the right word to use. <laughs> well, so, you know, I do believe everybody can do it. Mm-hmm. And I also believe uh, not everybody wants to do it. <laughs> Which is totally fair. Right? Yeah, but that. anybody that has the desire to do it can do it. It's just, it really becomes a matter of training your mind to stay out of the way, right? And that just comes with practice. Because there is, there comes a time where um, the person, there's a, there's a click that happens and the person understands that it's not of the mind. So at the beginning, you battle. Your mind gets involved and wants to fill in the blanks of the story and all that stuff, right? And I keep reminding people, Remember, you do not know, and it's not your job to know. Just let spirit tell you the story and keep asking questions until you understand. And, you know, don't spend five minutes with spirit and then start talking to the person. You, it, and that depends for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Some people are way better at just saying, okay, I'm getting this, 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 this. Does it make sense to you, right? And then, then if you have, you know, a few things that make sense and some that don't make sense, well, you just forget what doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. You just stick with what makes sense. And you're like, okay, so you told me this, 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 keep going. Okay, this, this, this. And then, you you know, that's how <clears throat> the reading would progress. We always check in with the person. Um, so I do strongly believe, and I, there, I, there comes a point where, because it's, it, it's not something that's explainable with words because it's out of the mind. <laughs> we're <laughs> doing you, our best. We're doing our <laughs> we're best. We're doing our best. <laughs> but the person doing mediumship readings gets to the point where they're like, oh, I actually don't know. And and I've seen this at our last circle happen. It's like, it's, you see that, and you see that light bulb and you're like, yeah, that's it. That's it. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> right? Yeah. But that. And holding on to that feeling. Exactly, because the mind is a very is very strong, and we are all you know in this world right now. We 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 live our lives through our mind, with our mind. The mind has been the master. Well, it can it can? I think it's time to have the mind take more of a supporting role. I mean, we're not there, but again, I'm idealistic. But eventually. I think historically, and not that you're a historian on mediumship, but you're my expert, so I'm going to ask you, if you think about the last thousand years, I'm just picking a random, a random time, I'm reading some history now. So I'm like, I'm, I'm reading like 1500 BC to about 400 AD, the transition from Greek to Christian religion and all the nuance that happened in there. I don't even know how I got onto this book, but it's quite <laughs> interesting. And then I think about today, <laughs> fast forward, and we live in this hyper intellectual, like value science, we value the that we can measure it, we can see it, and that's value. But if we've not always been there. This is a relatively, like the last 100, 150 years we've been in this cycle, or there's different theories around when this cycle started or it's ending. Right. When you look at mediumship and that level of consciousness and awareness, is this something that we had that we moved away from that we're moving back to? If you think about this on a much grander cycle, because spirit has always been spirit. <laughs> Whether we're tuning into it or not, it doesn't change that spirit has been there and have been available if you believe that. Where are we in terms of that cycle? And is this something that we're kind of finding our way back to from your perspective or, your, or, your, or what you understand about it? 
Okay. So <laughs> I think I was, I think I just asked 17 questions all at once, but well, but, but you can go go as you like on that one. <laughs> um you know the history books are the history books. Um I I do like to think about the teaching, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um I do believe that there's a ton of wisdom there. Mm-hmm. Um it had to come from somewhere. Um, I don't know. I'm again. I like proof, so mm-hmm. there's no proof of where it may or may not have come from. Mm-hmm. And I do realize that that's my ticket out of your your question. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry. I've got other questions. You're not going to get off that easy, but that's okay. I, it, it, it was it was a broad question, and again, I'm not being aware of 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 how much you've pursued or under like looked into the history, yeah. or you're or you're just living in the now of, of this is your experience. Well, you know. I I have ideas and that's all they are. They're ideas because I truly, again, I don't know. But I do observe the uh, separation in the world right now. Okay. Um. And as as you know, it's like uh, like anything. There's been so many things that seem to work well together they start separating there's a divide and the divide gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and then it snaps like an elastic it snaps and then either something new is created or it comes it forms back together in a different in a different way Hmm. um and and i think it's the same with mediumship and the whole new age um coming through and the even the Akashic records, you know, Ed, Edgar Casey was the first uh, documented uh, reader. He would do it in his sleep. So we've, you know, we've come a long way in 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 doing that. Um, for mediumship, you look at any any culture. There's always been something it seems mm-hmm. yeah. related to that. Um, and I think depending on the culture. Um, evolved or has mostly stayed the same so i i would you know i would think that the evolution comes as it is necessary and what i mean by necessary and it may may be a slippery slope here (laughs) um is i strongly believe that humanity is evolving um the consciousness is evolving right um, the consciousness, which is a spirit, um, is evolving through the humanity's experience. One thing that I I've learned is that spirit does what spirit does, and and in and it goes back to doing you know mediumship or whatever whatever work or whatever relationship with spirit. It's a relationship of, of trust. Right. So we could, you know, do all the research, do do all the official Google that, you know, physical Google on the uh, evolution of mediumship or but I do live more in today's world. And and I look ahead and I think that humanity is ready to develop every single person you know, has the ability and the potential to develop their own relationship with the universe, with spirit, with 
because it is our nature. We are an incarnation. Each of us are spirit. Do you find with the people that you are interacting with, are you seeing more people curious about this as the world feels more scary, more overwhelmed, more hard to process, even especially the last three years? We don't need to point out what happened the last three years. We all know. Uh, and I find this left so many people more <laughs> curious about, you, know, you see the rise of psychedelics even in our medical system, of people looking for alternative ways to go, wow, I just don't feel my life. is like I'm not aligned. I'm not there. Like I'm not happy. Whatever you want to dot, dot, dot. Uh, to me, this just feels like another way that people are like, hey, I haven't tried this before, but what I've been doing isn't getting me, quote, unquote, whatever it is I want in my life. It feels like, but I have to be careful because when you expose yourself to something, you tend to see more of it. It's just the nature of it. So I tend to speak to so many people that are open to things <laughs> now true. like mediumship, psychedelics, I'm not putting them in the same bucket, but alternative ways of looking at life pursuits than maybe were around even three, four years ago. Mm -hmm. And that just feels like a wave that's, that's, that's rising because of just amount, how overwhelmed people are with our world and the noisiness of it. <laughs> Well, right. So there's, you know, there's that divide that's happening right now. And that creates more friction and more discomfort. Right. And so if we go back to 100 something years ago, where humanity was at least in, in so-called developed countries, because that is just stick to that evolution. Um, the focus was more to survive. Right? And then the industrial age happened. And then there was some growth and the focus shifted slowly from surviving to thriving. And then there was the boomers. And now, um, while everybody was busy surviving, that was the focus, it took the entire space in their world. Yeah. And, you know, at least in the developed world, um, you know, not not that it's everybody, but a lot of us um, don't struggle to survive anymore. Mm -hmm. So that leaves room for something else. Yes, I'm and it opens up this and 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 with the divide and with, with what's happening because you know spirit does what spirit does. There's that friction and that discomfort. And I think a lot more people are wondering, where does it come from? And, you know, people get all sorts of different answers. But in the lot, uh, some people will go, oh, we'll turn to spirituality, right? And turn get more curious about that, right? So it's always either fear of or, or, or love. And love will take you to more spiritual things. I really appreciate your comment about we have a bit more bandwidth. <laughs> when you're worried about, you know, shelter, safety, survival, you know, this is the first time in history that the primary cause of death aren't famine, uh, disease, or war for the majority of the world. And yes, we see on the media that there are absolutely those things going on, but it's not at the scale that it was even at 150 years ago. Right. You've all, uh, Sapiens, Yuval Harari, and so he talks about that. We've never reached a point where the media portrays it as worse than ever, but in reality, it's actually not. So when you have a little bit more bandwidth, it's very interesting concept of like, well, I've got a little bit more time because all the rest of my life is actualized in a different way. I have a roof, I have food, I have all the things. Hmm. There creates space for those for those those items at the top of the pyramid. If you want to look at it, just a hierarchy of 
needs and availability of time and interest. <laughs> right. And, and but but it's driven by the discomfort. Right. And which is interesting. And then you now have that I've got this spare time, I've got this angst or this feeling that's happening. I'm I'm yeah. more aware of it. Yes. Right? Because I, I have time, time to, to <laughs> I have time to yes, worry I've, now. I have time to yeah. you know, I'm not doing, 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 doing. I'm I'm I am maybe I am doing, 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 doing because I want to get away from that discomfort. Yeah. Right. Sitting, so sitting, sitting, sitting in it isn't fun. <laughs> well, right. But it might be necessary. Yeah. Well, you know, there's all sorts of ways to to handle that discomfort, and yes, sitting is, in my opinion, a very good way. Is the best way. <laughs> if you think of it this way, um, if you have um, okay, so discomfort is 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 an and a buildup of energy. Right, and and something because okay. yeah. it gets you moving. You need to do something. You either escape, or you escape. <laughs> but you yep. need it needs to come out somehow, right? <laughs> so you think about lightning, right? That as as a energy charge, it hits something and then it dissolves, right? It, it releases. The it charge. releases the charge. Hmm. So if we have an energy charge and it doesn't get released it's going to stay in right and and we might you know it it helps to do physical things it helps release it i was gonna say i know exactly how i release it if i don't do something <laughs> two days in a row of not doing something physical i can feel it it just doesn't be, and it shows up right? in all kinds of unproductive unhealthy ways for me in my life but right? yeah, that's immediately. Have you tried life. sitting with it? Yes. Well, Have you tried sitting with it? Well, I did some yoga today and was meditating today. There you go. Doing that. Uh, someone wanting to train or, or you know practice or be practice being open is meditation a good way to start? Is that something you recommend or a discipline that you follow? And I know meditation can mean so many different things. Sitting in prayer, sitting in <laughs> yeah, prayer, it, it can does. mean so many exactly. things. I'm aware of that. Mm. Exactly. Um, honestly, to that it's it's up to the person. Okay. You know, whatever, um, whatever calls to them, really. And that's why I, I keep saying mediumship is just one of the ways. There are many, many ways. Whatever um, the person feels like doing. Because it, it's important to go back to the authority that we have as spirit. So we are spirit. and to have that intimate relationship with spirit is to have that intimate relationship with ourselves as well. That's and scary for a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. What do I want? Right. And not what do, what do I think I want? Because this is what people do, mm-hmm. but what's at my actual desire? Like, who am I? And what that circles around itself and the permission stories histories in our background the door this the, the voices and the mm-hmm. little voice on one shoulder the little voice on the other shoulder being able to be mm-hmm. free from some of that to just be to just be that's powerful and really scary for a lot of people and and exciting and scary which is what makes it awesome <laughs> <laughs> but i do believe that at least um developing a relationship with spirit can help with all of that because it has for me. That was a very nice circle all the way back to the beginning. <laughs> that was very nicely done. 
Right. Curious because I don't want to leave it sitting out there. And you said there's many, many other ways to access or to approach this. And you, you know, mediumship is the one that is playing a part in your life. What are some of the other ones? Or what are some of the other? Just if again, I always want to leave leave people with some Google, some Google, sure. uh, uh, Google material if they want to go some and Google type in things that we just talked about. Mm. Uh, totally. Well, what is that? Uh, Jinkies. How do I? Even, how do I what? Wait. That, that sounds like a made up. That sounds like a made up word. I'm not gonna lie to you. It what is that? How do I spell that? <laughs> Jean. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jean. Oh, okay. G e n e. Keys. Oh, Jean. Jean Keys. Oh, got Jean it. Dot com. I, I thought you said. And, I thought you said uh, Jean Keys. I'm like, what is Jean Keys? Yeah, is that like it's like a cat name? Sorry, it's your your French accent got me there. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I'm laughing. It's okay. Sorry. That's me, not yeah, you. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> it's. You know, even even two decades after working and speaking English every you day, you it's feel still very there. comfortable. Your French accent is I very do. familiar to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, so yeah, absolutely, absolutely, the Jinkies, and and it will. Um, so the Jinkies were. Okay. No. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. No, good. You know, just Go Google it. So if, but I do want to say one thing. If anybody goes on the website, um. There is definitely uh, an overwhelm, <laughs> overwhelm, um, you know, moment there where you go, oh my God, there is so much here, and yes, absolutely, there is a lot. So, here's here's the a good way to approach is um, you go to the website, you create your own free profile. Uh, with that, you get a, a picture with some spheres, and you're still like, I have no idea what this this is, and that's totally fine. You're not supposed to at this point either, until you know, maybe at the end of your life. I don't know. Anyways, so and then you download, so you get a free audio of something called your life's work, and I always recommend that people download that. You listen to that. And you see if the jinkies are a good fit for you. Because you're going to see spheres with numbers and words. And it, it can be very overwhelming and confusing. Um, but I've been doing the jinkies for okay. two and a half years almost now. So it's been, and I've had ah, okay. a great pandemic. Nice. Okay. <laughs> no yep. other way of, of <laughs> I saying appreciate that. it. Um, it, it it's definitely a good approach because that's what it is. Um, that's what it comes down to, yeah, to to help with that, you know, any friction that you have, any tension that you have, any internal conflict. It's it's definitely a okay. good tool. I appreciate it. Okay. I love definitely. it. That's a very action-oriented that are listening. They're like, okay, I'm excited. What do I do now? What do I go? But yes, like anything you Google, or going to the internet, it can be very overwhelming in general. And finding out what is actually valuable to you and what is noise. That's a that's the problem with the world of too much information. Right. right. And one of the things that I like about them is, is so you, from there you have courses, but there's also a ton of free information. You know, they're they're very active on YouTube, they're active on Clubhouse. Um, you know, that's the mm -hmm. audio um, application. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and so so much free stuff out there for you at least to know to if you want to go deeper. what resonates with you. I think that, yeah. 
totally absolutely if it's not for you then it's not for you and if it is it is and, and, and both and both you're right <laughs> exactly if exactly but you know get past the overwhelm <laughs> yeah, I, I i appreciate you gave permission you know, for people to be over it's okay page. if you feel overwhelmed then you're in the right spot you, you you're nailing it <laughs> always exactly exactly i re i remember i remember i don't even think that i I think the first time I created my profile and then I went, uh, I'm going to look at this later. <laughs> then I went back, listened to the audio and then, and then I knew it was something I wanted and no, to investigate more. No, sometimes you just got to leave the browser window open and go do, go have a, go, go. Oh, there's so many types of courses and so, but it always comes back to the same thing, which is you are your source of spirit of your own life your your authority you are your source of wisdom not your mind right but you as spirit when you say spirit is that are you referring to you your soul and now we're just playing with words because it's not my mind so if it's not my mind it's my soul but i don't know those that isn't one that isn't one of the no. others so i'm being careful with that as well no it, it's your incarnate no uh, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, you want to call it that. I, I, I don't, I don't know. That. I'm asking. I'm asking. I'm curious. <laughs> but it's, it's just spirit incarnating through yeah. you. So do you want to call that your soul? Sure. No, I don't, I don't know. I, I, right? I don't, I don't know if I, if I, <clears throat> I wanted to ask the question. That's all I know I wanted for sure. Yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not hung up on, but what I'm still I'm what I'm pivoting around and what I'm taking out of this and what I love so much is the permission that you have everything you need. Yes. And you have Absol access. Oh, absolutely. You don't need someone else to do it for you. You don't need crystals or cards. And those are fine if you want to, if that's part of your journey. But the permission and the capability and the belief that you have everything you need to show up on whatever experience and and, and gain the information or the knowledge, all the things. If anybody walks away just just starting to believe that even a little bit, this is a good podcast. <laughs> well, you know, there's one thing to to remember is that it's not of the mind, right? The mind is the master right now, but maybe you should have more of a supporting role. So if we <laughs> approach it that way, take it, take a day off, which, take, a, well, take a week off or two, go on. <laughs> and it's 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 a it's not an easy thing to do to approach things this way because the mind has been driving everything mm -hmm. right so and of course well that is the tool for us to look at things to to speak and to communicate and to read and and to do whatever we do but if anybody does any sort of uh, artistic expression or creativity of any kind that's where the difference is Creativity is not so much of the mind, right? So I guess that's a good uh, parallel there. And, and a little more common language for people yes. to understand. Yes, yes, absolutely. A little bit easier to approach. Exactly. Yeah. When you're in the creative flow, it's not your mind that's working. Hmm. So where you're in the spirit flow, I've never said that before, but I think I'll keep it. <laughs> it's not your mind that's working. And that was some of the old... I don't even, I say old, I'm not even sure, but I've read about the belief that when someone was doing something artistic or writing, that it wasn't even them, that there was channeling through them <laughs> and they were the outlet for the yes, creativity and absolutely. the belief of that you were channeling 
that creativity from spirit. That's often the way I I think in times past when, where they helped up rationalize where creativity even came from, (laughs) that it wasn't from the individual themselves. (laughs) Yeah. And, and even now people will describe that, describe it as that experience. Now, maybe some of the differences uh, because you brought, you brought up channeling. Uh, Channeling is not always deliberate. Mm, Okay. Right. Channeling is a little bit like psychedelic. You do something and you let something else control you, right? Versus um, the approach that I go towards is more deliberate, right? And conscious. So your mind is not asleep. Your mind is not somewhere else. Your mind is fully awake, but your mind observes. It doesn't run the show. It observes. So if you're mm-hmm. if you're a writer and you're in the writing flow and you're just like, oh my god, the energy, the, you know, the the ideas, everything's coming through, and da, 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 and you you just can't type, you know, fast, fast enough. enough. That's not your mind, right? It's that creative flow that's just pouring right out of you. And yes, it's the I I would agree that it is the spirit. So you're allowing spirit to pour out of you, whatever spirit has to say or whatever. But that is your experience that you can observe, that you, the mind can observe. But, so the mind doesn't start thinking, oh, why are you writing that? It's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Right? Why you should always edit. So it's why a, you should never edit while you write. <laughs> <laughs> it's only... <laughs> Because you can edit today. Yeah, yes, you can. And then you don't get, and then three sentences later, you have a page that doesn't go, yeah. <laughs> and then you're frustrated, and then you get that. And it's, that. But but let's let's loop that back to, then you get frustrated, you get that conflict, you get that friction, because your internal critic took over. When it was not, ne- when, it, when, it, when it wasn't beneficial to have it so like i do appreciate that everything is 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 has it has its time right there's the judge there's the judge because you want to be right you right you don't want you want to stay away from you want to stay away from all these things which kills both spirit flow and creative flow (laughs) (laughs) well let's just say that you did make the reference of very extremely religious um (laughs) Uh huh, but my dad always said that the um, Bible that was written by man. Mm. So, which, which I'm really grateful to have had parents that had two very different perspectives, <laughs> as confusing as it was for a long time. No, but it, it, it's not so much anymore. Also a good living example of there is no black and white either. <laughs> the shades of gray. Just say it was so fun talking to you, and you know I can keep going, and we could get into religion and unpacking that for for a couple. Of years. And I'll get way outside my wheelhouse here. Um, I really appreciated one, your honesty and just willingness to have a conversation with me about something like this. And I love just sharing ideas that maybe aren't so common uh, that people hear about, but this is, there's such a, I find the more people I talk to or I run into that, that people are having conversations about this all over the place from all different walks of life and not always where you would think and whatever that means uh, that this is, Oh, this is foo-foo or this is over here. I don't know. It shows up in a lot of really interesting ways. So be able to just share it and give our give my audience an opportunity to hear your point of view and your worldview of how this can raise and and, and better better us all. I think that's uh, really positive. Uh, 
uh, I don't know when you listen to this, but we're recording this on a Saturday afternoon. This is a great Saturday afternoon conversation. <laughs> it is. It really um, is. If anybody wants to get a hold and reach out, aside from just speaking to spirit and knowing that it'll get to you eventually, um, sorry, <laughs> that was that was too easy. What's the best? What's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Uh, they can email okay. me. Um, so it's it's Jose J O S E E at we W E silly humans s i l l y h u m a n s dot com that's a good, that's that's a that's a really great email when i looked at it quick it's like you couldn't really see and also it's like oh we silly humans it's just funny how it shows like you don't see the word until you see it um and someone would reach out to you that wants to obviously mediumship but more so in your development of their mediumship which is really exciting and probably got a lot of people going huh what can I do what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Very, very cool. And do you meet people in person or do you do it virtual? Uh, virtual. Uh, don't you love the world we live in now? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And, 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 I, and when you're dealing with spirit, it probably doesn't really matter if you're in the same room, same city. <laughs> that all becomes irrelevant. That becomes very, our interpretation of physical being very different than, than nope, nope, there's no boundaries. <laughs> do you work with people all there's... over the world? Like, do, yeah, yes. I, would, I, would, I would assume that that was the case. Yes. Yes. There was no barrier. Mm. It, it, is there yes. part? I mean, I've 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 done readings for um, people in uh, Saudi Arabia. Which Very cool. Was is there yeah. parts of the world where you're seeing this show up more or more interest, or that there's more of a community around this more than others? Uh, that's just a real um, question. I think it's pretty much everywhere now, which is you know, which. Feeds my idealistic. It does. Yes, it does. Yeah, it fits the story. But there is that universe. Of course, that's yeah. that's what I zoom in yes, on, right? Of course. And when you focus on it, you get more of it. Uh, Jose, it was an absolute pleasure chatting with you. I look forward to connecting again, which I'm I'm sure we will. And that was a lovely Saturday afternoon conversation. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was it was lovely. My pleasure. Thank you.